Want to witness the world's biggest football game? Head to iCanWin.com.au, predict Australia's score with a crystal ball, and it could be you and a friend at the FIFA World Cup Qatar 2022 semifinals, all thanks to McDonald's. Maccas, together and loving it. TNCs apply. With over 21 class-leading brands, Wakeling Automotive is home to your next new car. Call Maddie anytime. 1300 01 1170 or text 0457 736 736. Welcome to Morning Glory with Maddie Johns. Yes, welcome everyone on Grand Final Eve. Uh, happy Rugby League to you. Uh, today, uh, we're going to talk about uh, the Grand Final, of course. Webby's going to talk, it written a good story, 36 years of pain for Parramatta. Um... We're going to – another one, too, Webby's going to discuss is uh, this grand final, Parramatta versus Penrith. What does this mean for Greater Western Sydney, that team out there? Uh, as I said before, preview the grand final, give you our tips, discuss the ups and downs, the history of both clubs. Movie of the Week, Mad Max 2, which is a beauty, sound advice, Empire of the Sun, What's Up Joey's Nose, Search and Enjoy. It's all happening. Welcome to City Morning Herald. <laughs> I'm getting emotional. <laughs> Welcome to City Morning Herald, uh, Andrew Webster. Can I just say, Webby, I'm off Maddie. the top – Nice Parramatta tank top. I love it, mate. <laughs> I'm loving the, the no sleeves look. You're rocking. It's, it's really good. Yeah, no. No, nah, nah. Any um, drift alert? Anything? I'm coming? good with them this week. Yeah. Yeah, it's yeah. been good. Been giving them money. Maestro, how are you, brother? Very well. I had an attempted carjacking on air yes. during the week. Was that, were, was, you, were you producing when that I happened? Was, I was in here listening to everything happening with Alicia Canavas and... Yeah. Had to pull her down and then talk to her and make sure she was all right, which wow. fortunately she was. 14-year-old kid did it. Oh, a group of them, apparently. Oh, really? So they've arrested someone yesterday. But, uh, yeah, it was a scary Teenage. moment, Matty. Teenage. Kids these days. Angry posse of youth. Uh, uh, the Prince. Pennant mm. Hills. How you going, Ben? Good, mate. Going good, mate? Pennant Hills. Yeah. How's, how's Pennant Hills going, mate? We don't have carjackings in Pennant Hills. Well, you'd oh. be surprised. We have Christianity. Yeah. Uh, oh, you do too. That's uh, right. Cafes, that's about it. Yeah. Wow, what a mix. Christianity and cafes. Oh, God bless you, son. Christianity yeah. hasn't hurt anyone. Now, the... the <laughs> eight, <laughs> coffee burns, yeah. and so does Christianity. <laughs> uh, the uh, eighth immortal, Andrew Johns. Happy uh, grand final week, Andrew. Good morning. Three days to go. Three yeah. days to go. Um... Work commitments on the day? Uh, Webby, Joe, are you doing sideline eye? No. No, okay. You know I'm not. Out there at 9.30, 10 o'clock, Sunday footy show right through. Marathon. Yeah. Yeah. What's your your, uh, duties in the game, you calling? Yes. Myself and Cameron. Oh, good. It's a good combination. Mm. Um, Webby? I'll be there for the 10 minutes on the footy show. Oh, yes, for the uh, the journos. Journos, last one for the year. Yeah. Um, and then, uh, then I just got to cover the game. So, looking forward to an absolute cracker. Maestro, what uh, what's your plans on the day? I'll be sitting behind this desk, watching it on a big screen, and listening to Joel Kane and Essien's call oh, of yeah. the grand final. Did yeah. I hear that uh, Parramatta's opening Combank Stadium to watch it on the big screen? So they're they are. estimating fifteen, twenty thousand people there. Yeah, you imagine Penrith, how Penrith, loose it'll be there. Penrith have got one as well. Have they? Yeah, this is a uh, – we're going to talk about it a little bit later. It's really interesting that in the history of these two clubs, this is the first time they're playing each other in, in a grand, grand final. final. Bizarre. It and is. first Western Sydney grand final since uh, since the Bulldogs. Yeah, right. Yeah, and uh, coming up soon, you're going to talk about the AFL and how that impacts them, in particular Greater Western Sydney. Um, Prince, what about yourself, mate? Where are you going to uh, watch the game? I'll watch it at home, unfortunately. Yeah. Because Me too. Channel 9, you know, can't really see the players. Mm. Blurry. Oh, mm. 
Come on. I don't get nine HD. Why not? So well, I don't know. For some reason, it doesn't. Happen. Well, it doesn't happen on my TV. You know so when I watch Origin, but, but I'm there going, on "Who's now? that?" Well, you know how I you can't see the numbers it. on the back of their well, you jerseys. You know how you reverse it. Beer goggles actually reverses. Oh, right, yeah, it sharpens okay. it. Yeah. Gotcha. Yeah. You gotcha. see things as clear as Jim Morrison when he was at the doors. Yeah. It. Uh, yeah, I'm going to watch it at home. Yeah. Oh, it's, it's just sit, relax, watch it. You I like know. it. Oh, you only want to watch it home so you can get topped up. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. I think that goes without it's saying. Sunday, it's a Sunday night, grand final. We've we got something on uh, today, tonight. Got something on tomorrow. Trish goes, oh, why don't Sunday you have an alcohol-free day? Uh, baby, it's grand final day. <laughs> I'm working. Daddy will have a few beers. And Monday's, and Monday's a public holiday. But exactly. You, Star City tonight could be fun. Yeah, we're at Star City doing a mm. speaking gig. There's me, Joey, and look, they, they, they wrangled in a, a serious person to interview us, Brian Fletcher. So oh Brian Fletcher is in not the – not the Penrith CEO. <laughs> the other, the other Brian. Can, can I tell you, I've I I, 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 I have made the mistake because I've got both Brian Fletchers in my phone, and I've had, <laughs> I've started conversations with Brian <laughs> Fletcher, Penrith CEO. I think it was Brian Fletcher, former player. That could be dangerous. Yeah, and then it, you know, after five minutes of incriminating both of us, I say, "Oh, Brian, how are you, mate?" Of course, Brian. I was only funny. joking about all that stuff. Some people, <laughs> some people have the same name. I remember there was a guy who played rugby league in England in the late nineties, and his name was Peter Sterling. Yes, and you never seen anyone look as different as Peter Sterling. As Peter Sterling. You, you'd see the comments. You play for yeah, it was Leeds. You play for Leeds, and they go ball out to Peter Sterling, and you're going just. So weird about that. I, I've had Ivan Cleary text, thinking he's texting Andrew Webster, his assistant coach, wanting me to cut up vision of certain things from the opposi- on opposition. And I've gone, um, that sounds great. <laughs> Why don't we go on the record with it and make it a story? But it wasn't, oh. uh, he, yeah, I kept it all dark. I was, you know, sometimes like you'll get there and you've got a person's um, number in your head and you go to text someone, you actually send it to that person. Oh, I've done that, that a few times. Same. I did once to Johnny Lewis. Uh, Johnny, mate, Johnny rang me. He sounds a bit like Buzzy, doesn't he? Yeah. <laughs> mate, good on you, son. I love you, mate. Good. And you're having a chat to Johnny. Anyway, Trish's, I, I had to text Trish, and so I decided to have a bit of fun. You know, the old, oh, mate, get the lingerie and wait till I come home, all that stuff, and sent it. And Johnny goes, Are you all right, mate? Send us Johnny Lewis. <laughs> <laughs> I had images of Johnny going oh, out, going to Naughty and Nice and buying some lingerie. <laughs> grand final week. Love grand final week as a player. Do you know what? As a player, Webby, boys, I hear, I hear the narrative all the time. They say, oh, you've got to escape the hype and excitement. When, in 97, at the very start of the week, because Joey was in, in, in bed with the punctured lung at hospital, but at the beginning of the week, we turn up at the first training session. There's 5,000 people there. Right? And Malcolm really great Malcolm Ridley, who knows a thing or two about winning, um, back-to-back with Manly, um, Lance Todd Trophy is a young bloke at Castleford, beat Australia at the SCG. He just gra- grabs us in, circle, and just says, boys, there's two ways we can do this, right? We can try to escape all the hype and excitement, or we just enjoy it. And he said, I'd go for the latter because the first one's going to, you're going to use more juice trying to escape it. Mm, and we okay. said, Absolutely. And you know, apart from the apart from the winning, it was just one of the best weeks of my life. One in particular, what what like uh, like what what was the like? It was, did you the, guys, best, it did was you... the best four days of my life because I was in hospital. I was getting suppositories every day. Oh. Yeah. 
Yes. <laughs> now, this is before it became fashionable, didn't it? <laughs> but, but I mean, it was, didn't you, when did you get to that's Sydney? That's with the punctured lung. What day did people? you get to Sydney? We, 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 back in those days, you, you went down to Sydney midweek for the grand final breakfast. Yeah. But that wasn't a chore. Like, we, every time we went, went to the ground, there were thousands of people there. Even like, like, you just had that sense of excitement. You said, this is why I play the game. Like, you're out there, there's three or 4,000 people at the training session. There's Ray Martin, you know, interview people, you know, for, for the news. And you're going, mate, this is cool. This is really good. Mate, houses were painted red and blue. Just everywhere you went, people, you know, with signs, go the nights and well wishes. It was just, there was nothing about it that was a drag. Okay. I, I laugh sometimes at people when they just go, oh, mate, you know, like, you know, it's uh, grand final week, mate. It's just, oh, it's torture. And you're going, really? So much to do, so many commitments, go, all mate, that type of jibber. Just enjoy it. Yeah, well, you've got no choice, do you? You've got to lap it up. Mm. I don't know, from being around, covering so many grand final weeks, I always find the clubs, the teams that do embrace it and look like they're having a good time are the ones that triumph. Like if you have carry a big chip on your shoulder mm. and it's all a burden, then I think that that's what weighs you down. One of the untold stories of 97, which Joey, you know, will hopefully join in talk about as well, but was we went down to Sydney and we had a team meeting with Mal and it was okay, you know. Everyone was in a rush to gather movies or something. We're having, anyway, we're having dinner anyway. He... Um, Chief came up and said, hey, Chimpy, I reckon we should have a pretty ordinary meeting. We've got nothing out of it. I'm like, mate. Didn't Chief love a meeting? He loved it. And I was like, <laughs> I was like, Chief, yeah, I don't. He goes, no, 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 no. So he went to the boys and said, listen, in 30 minutes, everybody into my room, we're going to have a meeting. So we go into the room and everyone's jammed in there and Chief just goes, right, we're going to go around and we want every person to talk about what this, what winning will mean. And Mark Glanville, right, it was Mark Glanville's last ever game with the Knights before he went to England. And he was one of the first players ever signed to the Knights. He went through all those difficult times when they were getting flogged. He had knee reconstruction. So here he was. And MG was a bloke, right, who used to say, mate, if I wasn't paid, I wouldn't turn up. I wouldn't. And that just, we didn't get that. He he put his hand up. He was a mercenary. So we go around the room and he goes, MG, you're last. What does it mean? And we're sitting there. There's nothing. And we turn around and he's crying. And I remember Joey just jumping up and Joey to words effective, mate, we've won. And there was that um there was that there was genuinely that feeling, mm. wasn't there? Wow. Mm. Like it's probably the, the, well, without doubt, the best meeting I've ever been. I used to hate meetings, but that one was the best. And the one that stands out. What it meant to Mark Glenn. It was his last game for the club yep. too. He was going to England. He just broke down, was sobbing uncontrollably, absolutely sobbing. I'm going down for breakfast the next morning and just going, can't wait for this game because I can't wait to find out how we win this. And even when it was, um, who said that? That that's I, I was that, sitting with right, Chief. Right, and Chief's gone. You know, Chief, we just got to get there and enjoy it. And I said, but we just we know we're going to win. It was 16 eight at half time. What had happened at half just before um, the break was that Cliffy Lyons went across field. Wayne Richards didn't tie up on the inside. Inside ball, Shannon Nevin scores, right? And we go up, and the sheds, we walked up in the shed. Like, we nearly lost it at half time because everyone's blowing up, a bit of finger pointing. But, we, you know, Mal walked in, and we sort of calmed it down. We just started to make some adjustments. And it wasn't until, Joey, I think with about 20 minutes to go, we get a penalty, and Joey's lining up to kick it to make it 16-10. I remember Adam Yule walking over and just said, mate, we've got it. We've got him. And then Robbie O scored his second try under the post. 
It's interesting watching David Manson. He just doesn't <laughs> he doesn't even look David Manson the touch judge, just awarded it straight on the spot. And it made it sixteen all and then that last ten minutes was just ridiculous. Isn't that, isn't there a story about what Joey about how you knew to go down the blind? What's that story? Now, we used to do it at training all the right. time. So we used to do these drills at training where you'd have 10v5, 10v6, and every time you scored, they get one more defender. And it's the thing we used to do. They'd have one marker, and you'd look up and you'd see that they want to chase to make the tackle or the wing, tag. Wingers went to marker. They weren't used to being a marker, and they broke the golden rule of marker. If there's one marker, don't chase. And we used to talk about it all the time. If there's a, if there's a winger at marker, dummy and go up the short side because they'll just run in. Actually, I did it in the first half. No one remembers that. The first half, I actually did it. Went down a short side and then got tackled about six inches from the line. Mm. But I looked up and, and actually it was probably a premonition because Hopper was at marker and he's pointing his finger at Matthew. I'm like, you're not doing that to my big brother. Dare I say a little bit of eyes up footy. Yeah. <laughs> it was... It was funny, amazing, because the week before, it was 16-all. Big all. fingers too, Hopper. Oh, it was 16-all the week before against Norse, and that lucky enough kicked the field guard, right? Mm. So through the week, we've got a meeting. We've got the fan day, and as I said before, Ray Martin's there. So I'm getting interviewed by Ray Martin for the news, and Ray Martin goes, right on, Matty, let's pretend, right up, let's go to grand final day again. It's 16-all again, and you get the ball 20 metres in front. The ball hits your hands. You kick it. Do you get it? And I went, yep. Right up. It's 16 all, right, with about five minutes to go, straight in front again, and I get the ball and kick it and hit the post, right? And I think of Ray Martin. What was interesting, if you, like Joey said, things that you look back on, watching that, if I don't hit the post, if it doesn't hit the post, Billy Peden catches the ball on yep. the full and scores because the ball just sort of hung up in the breeze. And then um, and this, like this, uh, people always say, you know, sports psychologists, and they make it sound simple, but it ain't. It's like catching lightning in a bottle. When you just get there in a game and you totally forget about the scoreboard and you're just immersed in the con- contest, when it was 16-all and Joey's standing there and Joey had a shot at field goal, got charged down, he goes to the sideline. I remember thinking I was standing under the post sort of waving and then Joey dummy went up the short side. When Darren Albert went across, I went, yes. And I thought, right, we've just got to get back and watch for the short kick. And then I looked around and went, three, two, one, done. Amazing. Mm. Got goosebumps. <laughs> and then the and, and whole then, Hunter region well, exploded in well, Webby, I don't even, for about I, a month. I don't even remember what happened after full time. I remember just it was like a frenzy with security trying to get people off the ground. Do you remember the lap of honour no. in any way, shape or form? Nothing. Yeah, it was It was so... Um, Nothing. Remember the civic reception? No. Nothing. I do. <laughs> That's when Joey, when I went up to, I've said this before, but when I went up to Joey, I said, if you've got a Andrew Webster, Maitland Mercury, just make them up. Just make the quotes up. <laughs> yeah. It was, I've been that, making your quotes up ever since. Because it's just like, it was just day after day after day. And I remember Wednesday comes along and they said, mate, there's a, or Tuesday, there's a civic reception. And we just go, okay, you know, whatever. What? We turn up in the city centre, there's 100,000 people lined, screaming just to a concert. And I thought, where was this organised? <laughs> <laughs> oh, I remember at that. I, I only had about a dozen ulcers in my mouth. It was just oh, oh. that stage. The immune level was rock bottom. But it's right. It wasn't. It's right that the last two standing standing were Mark Hughes and Chief. Yeah. Yep. At the Empire. 
at the Empire. And, and then and, and, and Chief fell asleep yeah. and they carried him out. And, and, he, and he got he, had to carry him out. He got, he? A, he got a standing ovation. <laughs> so Chief <laughs> fell asleep on a, on a stool against uh, the toilet door so it. people couldn't get in. They didn't want to wake him. And they said, mate, can you get him out? So, yeah, so Husey carried him out over his shoulders. Chief, oh, oh man, standing what? ovation at nine in the morning. The only people there were the sailors, the drug addicts, and the uh, yeah. insomniacs. Yeah. And, and chief, and the grand final <laughs> winning footballers. Oh man, <laughs> just quickly, Joe, before we go to break, was two thousand one the build up? Was it the same? I can't really remember. Yeah, to right. be honest, I can't remember. Yeah. But uh, I remember the grand final breakfast. But uh, yeah, I can't really remember. It wasn't as as intense as ninety seven. Because 97 was the first and the, the town was going bananas. But although after the game, it was the first night grand final, we didn't get home till one in the morning. And there was 10,000, 12, wow. 13,000 at the ground. Oh, God. Crazy. Must have been strange, like a night grand final as opposed to the day. There's it was tough lot... handling it. Yeah. I, I, I just. Because oh, it's watching. just a waste of a day. You just sit laying in bed. Watching movies, just looking at the clock, going yeah. "Hurry up, hurry up, hurry up." Yeah. Benny, do they? You, if you, you've obviously won two, is the first one more special than the second? Mm, probably. Although there's contrasting it's kind sort of, like of things. Children, because two thousand and one. Oh no, Alice is the favourite. Um, <laughs> two thousand and one. Like the the thing about ninety seven is we didn't beat the Broncos. It was a split competition. So 2001, we beat everyone. Yep. But both of them were big, big underdogs to win it. I think probably yeah. 2001, bigger underdogs, yeah? But which I – look, because I've I'm, I'm been working on a piece about Parramatta, but you guys had a gun side. We had a That's, gun side. I think people yeah. sort of underestimated But, but Parramatta players. broke all those records. Yeah. But we had big game players yeah. who could find another gear or two yeah. in big game. Ben so, Kennedy. So that's the thing going in big games, like for Parramatta – I hear, I'm here in Penrith to talk about we're just, you know, it's business as usual, going through the processes. I, I'd be surprised, mate, you you win on emotion. Like, like watching 2001, we'd watch that back. Parramatta just turned up. They're the best side all year, and they just turned up the same frame of mind. They just said, oh, mate, we know how to win. Let's just go out and do it. They turned up for a game in the same mindset as round 20, gotcha. and the boys were up emotionally. The more I think, the more the week goes on, the more I think there's going to be an upset. Look, I've been tipping Penrith all year. And I think they're, they're going to be near impossible to beat. But something tells me yeah, there's feel. an upset coming. You feel gut, you mm. get a gut feel sometimes. We'll take a break. After the break, Webby, the article you wrote on Webster, Parramatta, 36 years of pain.